0: Boom! Shake the room, Fire Nation. JLD here with an audio masterclass on creating professional podcasts in less time for less money. And to drop these value bombs, I have brought Dan Raiden on the mic. He's the founder and CEO of OxBus, the podcast platform for brands. Fire Nation, today we'll be talking about should your business have a podcast? What are the podcasting options for your business or brands? How do you make sure your podcast actually sounds professional? And so much more as soon as we get back from thanking our sponsors. When it comes to hiring, background checks are a must and TransUnion Shareable for Hires enables immediate access to employment screening tools that deliver reports in minutes. Start your on-demand screening at shareable.com slash fire and use code ONFIRE50 at checkout to save 50% on your first screening. Successful entrepreneurs take advantage of tools that do things more efficiently, and when it comes to hiring, the tool to use is ZipRecruiter. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ziprecruiter.com slash fire. That's ziprecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Dan, say what's up to Fire Nation and share something interesting about yourself that most people don't know.
1: Fire Nation, what is up? Dan Raiden from Oxbus here. Something that most of you don't know about me. I lost 100 pounds and kept it off for 20 years. And a lot of the skills that I learned through that process have totally impacted me as an entrepreneur and founder.
0: Fire Nation, it's all about setting a goal, sticking to a goal, and accomplishing that goal. And when you have the skills to be able to do those things the world becomes your oyster. And of course I told you a little bit about Dan in the intro and what this audio masterclass is gonna be all about, creating professional podcasts in less time for less. And Dan, you are very knowledgeable in the audio world. You've been doing a lot of things for a lot of years that uh, make a lot of sense when it comes to this medium of podcasting. So should Fire Nation's business Have a podcast.
1: Podcasts are the canary in the audio coal mine. And what I mean by that is podcasts are exposing a lot of people to audio content for the first time or re exposing them to the power of the spoken word. But if you look around, there are all of these adjacencies. Audiobooks are now a $2 billion market. You see online learning, which can be audio. You see these meditation apps raising tons of money. So I think we're in a moment where audio is crucial to every business's marketing and your ability to share your unique voice as a business person. What better way is there than talking into a microphone? I think in the future, everyone, businesses, individuals, celebrities, everyone is going to use audio the same way that everyone takes pictures, makes videos, writes text, and the best time to start is right now.
0: Now, you have your finger on the pulse in the podcasting industry for obvious reasons we're going to get to in more detail in a little bit here. But what are some examples of some businesses that you see using podcasts well for their business that maybe Fire Nation can say, oh, yeah, like I've heard of that business. I didn't maybe know they were using a podcast. What are some of those examples that you've seen that you're like, this is a good or even potentially gold standard?
1: One of my favorite examples is Trader Joe's, the supermarket chain. They did a short series called Inside Trader Joe's. It's a very highly produced sort of NPR level production. Not to say that everyone listening, not to say that everyone in Fire Nation should aspire to that level of production because that's a huge budget uh, investment. But I think they did a great job brand marketing with podcasting as opposed to selling with marketing. And that's really what we coach our users and our customers to focus on. I don't really believe, and our re- our research and data prove this, that people listen to podcasts ready to press a buy now button. We don't believe that they listen with their phone in one hand and their credit card in the other hand. And it's really about the long game, building your brand, building credibility, building trust. And I think Trader Joe's did an amazing job of this. They never said, go to Trader Joe's and buy these cookies. They said, here are some of the people's people behind Trader Joe's, here are some of the values that are important to us. And I feel a closer connection to Trader Joe's, a supermarket, than I can ever imagine feeling to any other supermarket as the result of listening to these, I think it was six episodes. So I think that's a great example. I also think that there are small businesses, which is really more our focus, very small businesses such as coaches and therapists, writers, individuals, who they are their business and they need efficient ways to market. So I can talk all day about some of our customers. We love our customers, our users, but they have found that podcasting is a super efficient way to tell stories and scale, for example, if you're a coach or a therapist, from talking to one person to talking to an unlimited number of people. So... Trader Joe's is a great example on the high end. And then I think there are some great examples I can give from our existing customer base. So a great example, one of our first customers, his name is Prepo Teplitsky. Great name. He is a relationship counselor. He does a show called Relationships! Let's Talk About It. And Prepo is a naturally gifted speaker. The first time I showed him how to use a microphone, he just sat down and ripped off a half hour long naturally amazing monologue without any planning, without any preparation. So I think Prepo is a great example of uh, just a naturally gifted person who talks for a living. His show Relationships, let's talk about it, is in about its 40th or 50th episode by the time this comes out, and he is a machine. He just churns out content that some of it is monologue, some of it is interviews, and he's done a great job because his goal in his business was he didn't want to be 100% of the time sitting in a chair talking to one or two people at a time. He wanted to be able to scale his ability to talk to more people at once. And podcasting is basically therapy, but to a group session with a microphone instead of in a room, in a chair, talking to one or two people at a time. Another great example is, I'll give some special credit to our first software customer. His name is Tony Overbay. He does a show, he's also a therapist, uh, no coincidence, uh, called The Virtual Couch. And I was recently fortunate enough to be a guest on his show. Tony is also a relationship coach and therapist, and Tony was the first person, we like to refer to him as our Neil Armstrong, he was the first person to take a chance on us, he had an (laughs) existing successful podcast that he was using other tools for, and he was the first person that said, I'm all in on Auxbus, and I think he's, if I remember correctly, I think he's produced about 15 episodes already Even before we've launched the software. So that's the virtual couch with Tony Overbay. And uh, the other is relationships. Let's talk about it with Prepo Teplitsky. I consider both of these user customers friends of mine at this point. They've really helped us discover the problems that people have with podcasting. And we are nothing if we aren't solving problems for people who have problems to be solved. That's the whole point of the startup. I love those
0: three different examples, especially those last two because they're so relatable to our listeners. And it actually kind of brings up in my mind an example that I want to talk about. And I think this is actually something that, you know, could be great for Oxbus going forward as far as who do we approach because there's a great podcast right now called 22 Hours. It's a murder mystery thriller, it's based on a true story. It's just riveting and It's such a scary listen. I mean, you're intense. It's a murder. There's a fire. There's all these things going on, and it's so well done. And you're listening for like 17, 18 minutes, and all of a sudden, blip, hey, if you want to start a website, go with squarespace.com. And I was like, whoa, that just totally came out of nowhere. It completely threw me off my game because I was like listening so intently to it. And I was like, man, that just does not work. That doesn't fit. Fast forward to the next episode. I'm listening the same way it's intense. I'm leaning in, I'm listening. Then all of a sudden it comes in and says, hey, if you're laying in bed at night and you hear a knock, you hear a scratch or a knock on the door, wouldn't you like to have like a safety system, like a security system in place that you can trust. Check out Simply Safe. And it goes into this whole detail about that and I'm like, "Oh my god, I already have a security system, but I want to get Simply Safe as well because I mean, obviously they're awesome. I can pick up my phone and look at it and everything's going to be safe and secure and it's connected to my local law enforcement." And it was just like, "I need it." It was so on point. And that made me think, Dan, I'm like, "Man, why wouldn't Simply Safe be coming up with unbelievably organic content around like scary, you know, realistic, scary break-ins, all the things that actually happen, not trying to like put the fear into people, but just sharing what's really happening in the world and then organically talking about, you know, how Simply Safe played a role or could have played a role in all this stuff? I mean, there's where this huge opportunity is, Fire Nation, for your business when you can see it fitting. And to me, that's just such a clear way of how. Squarespace basically threw away their money on that ad because that just wasn't applicable. But I'm sure Simply Save crushed it with that with that sponsored ad. But how much even more could they crush it if they just actually owned the platform that owned the whole podcast and could really weave it in in a nice organic way? So, all of that being said, what are some podcasting options that we as business owners have for our brand?
1: I came from the audio technology industry. I spent 15 years developing audio technology products ranging from professional live sound equipment for concerts to recording studio equipment to consumer gear ranging from $300,000 home stereos to $99 sport headphones. So I know audio technology and when I went to start a podcast for a business. Uh, an unrelated business a drum business. I'm a drummer and that's kind of part of my story unrelated I wanted to start something that sounded professional because I come from audio and it doesn't make sense for me Dan Raiden, to produce an amateur podcast because as a professional all I have ever done is create audio tools for people So I went to try to find ways to make professional sounding podcasts and what I found was There are good amateur tools that make it easy for somebody to start and make my first podcast but they don't really produce professional results for a business. And there are great tools and solutions for professional engineers and people who want to do it themselves and, and create their own music and do their own editing and invest a lot of time because this is art for them. But for businesses who need professional results and need to save a lot of time, there really wasn't a good solution. You know, you can hire a professional engineer, but they can only fix what you give them that you've recorded. You can hire a staff producer, but most small businesses don't have, say, $45,000 in salary plus benefits, so that's $75,000 fully loaded. And most small businesses don't have fifty dollars to $150,000 to go hire a Gimlet creative or somebody like that at that level to produce your show. And I saw the opportunity to create an end-to-end automated guided platform for podcasting. So... You can go high-end with professional services, but it's very expensive and they can only fix what you give them. You can go low-end with consumer amateur tools, which may be suitable for you. But if you have a brand, you probably want to produce professional results that are suitable and consistent with the other media that you create. Whether you have videos or blogs or social media, you will probably want to have a similar sound quality and voice and music. So I started Auxbus to fill this need for small business people who want to save maximum time. And when I looked at it, nobody was building any podcast solutions for businesses. So we're focused on that. And as you drill deeper into what businesses need out of a podcasting tool and platform, it's about ROI. How do I know that this time that I'm investing in podcasting is actually worthwhile use of my time? Because when I spend an hour creating a podcast, I'm trading off time that I could be blogging, I could be doing social media, I could be calling customers. So we're really focused on Guiding business customers, somebody who may have never touched a microphone before, has no audio experience, all the way through to ensure they have success through planning, creating, and then getting their podcast produced, but also giving businesses valuable, meaningful insights and analytics that are useful for businesses. You know, today the kinds of statistics and analytics you can get on podcasts are I had 37 listens in Zimbabwe on Tuesday morning at 4 a.m. And that's not really that useful for being able to measure ROI or brand lift from your podcast. So these are the kinds of problems we're trying to solve for business customers, not for amateurs, not for celebrities, but for regular hardworking people like Fire Nation.
0: For years, I was saying... Fire Nation, the professionals are coming, the quote-unquote broadcasters, people who are pros, who are willing to invest, who have the capital, the money, that have the experience. Like for years, 2012, 2013, 2014, I mean, it was kind of amateur hour, and it wasn't that hard to cobble together a little audio clip and to get some traction in the world of podcasting. Fire Nation the professionals are here. The broadcasters are here. So if you are gonna get in this game or if you're gonna stay in this game and if you're gonna succeed in this game, you have to have the right tools. You have to sound professional, you have to be professional, and you have to have the tools and the analytics to be able to be all of those things. I mean, that brand lift that Dan was talking about, I mean, those are critical things that you need to be able to quantify and understand so that you can direct your podcast going forward. And that's what software like OxBus does. We're gonna be diving in talking more about this as we go forward, but before we do, How the heck do we even start making our podcast sound professional, Dan?
1: Well, you might imagine that I have some opinions on this, having come from audio technology. And I think that there are a couple of different schools of thought here. And I think one school of thought, and for full disclosure, John and I talked about this before we started recording. I'm recording today from a professionally treated room using a $400 Shure microphone using ProCaster Pro interface mixer, wearing professional studio headphones. And that's great because no matter how I record, it's probably going to sound pretty good. I also happen to know how to use a microphone, and this is another piece of what we teach people. But you don't necessarily have to have a custom treated room and a high end equipment setup to get good quality audio. You do need to find ways to limit how ringy your room is and that's the most important thing for getting to good audio reducing how ringy your room is and also how you use a microphone but you don't necessarily need to have the most expensive microphone you don't need to have a professionally treated room you don't need to go rent space in a professional studio to get started you might want to get there eventually or if you have a really important interview you might want to invest for that particular episode in higher end gear higher end studios but my thesis or my my thought process on Audio quality for podcasting is the goal is not audio file quality. It's removing audio distractions from your message. We're not trying to engineer something like a high end recording studio with $10,000 microphones and a beautiful room so that somebody can sit in his or her special listening room with the special chair and the $10,000 power cables on their audio file system like I designed for Mark Levinson people are listening to podcasts while they're doing other things. They're listening on cheap earbuds or AirPods while they're on the treadmill, while they're chasing the kids around the house. Maybe they're listening on a smart speaker so the room comes into play. Maybe they're listening while they're driving to work so there's road noise. So the goal here is not let's have the most amazing sound in the world because that's overkill. The goal in audio is to remove distractions from your message. The most important thing in great podcasts is having something amazing and compelling to say. It's all about the content, and the goal of audio should be not detracting from the content, the things that you have to say. So I think the biggest things I want to focus people thinking about in terms of audio are getting into a space. doesn't need to be perfect, but isn't super ringy. So if you're in a space that has glass or smooth walls, find some ways to bring some cloth into it, whether it's fabric curtains, whether it's carpet, whether it's fabric furniture, but don't go crazy. And then get and stay close to your microphone. I like to tell people you want to be between a finger and a fist from the microphone and stay there. You know, there's this thing called proximity effect. When you move away from a microphone, I'm going to do it right now. When I move away from the microphone, I don't have as much bass in my voice. And this is kind of like the intimate FM studio voice. So get and stay close because you sound more credible, you sound more authentic And you want the microphone off center of your mouth. You do not want it in front of the middle of your lips. You want it on the side of your mouth. And the reason for that is when you make consonants like P's and B sounds, blasts of air come out of your mouth. And if you try, put your hand right in front of your mouth and say the word pop, you'll feel a blast of air hit your hand. And if that blast of air hits the microphone, it overloads the microphone. So everything you need to know about mic technique is get close and stay close and set it up off center and just stay there. Don't move. That's that's pretty much it. Um, so I think trying to get into a room that is not super ringy, getting close to a microphone and always wearing headphones. And the same for your guest. If you're interviewing remote guests or you have guests or co-hosts in the room with you, everyone has to wear headphones. Everyone has to have at least the minimum amount of mic technique get close and stay close keep it off center I think that was a little bit of a, a rant but I tried to keep it concise for you John super
0: valuable stuff and just real quick is ringy another way of saying echoey
1: echoey reverberant if you if you're in your room and you clap your hands and you can hear a lot of ring from that clap you might want to bring some fabric element into the room if you're on a concrete floor and all of the walls are smooth and you have big glass doors that might not be the best environment for recording. However, getting close and staying close to your microphone can improve in those situations. If you're in a really well-treated room, if you're in a professional studio, you can get a little bit further away from the microphone because the microphone will pick up less of the echo through the room. But if you're not in an ideal environment, mic technique becomes super important. And this is why Every time I give a talk anywhere, every time I teach anybody how to use a microphone, anytime I onboard a new customer, we always talk about mic technique. It is super important.
0: Fire Nation, a lot of valuable things here. The one thing that I just want to repeat because it's a little pet peeve of mine, use some kind of headphones when you're on a conversation with somebody. It doesn't even matter if it's going to be for a podcast or not because I just need you to visualize. If you're not using a headset, then what's happening? The audio's coming out of the speaker, and then it's being picked up by your microphone. Yes, milliseconds later, but it's being picked up by the microphone, and that's where the echoing comes in. When you're always like, oh, I'm kind of hearing you, you're echoing. It's because your voice is coming out of their speakers, and then it's being picked up by their microphone, And you can just take all that out of the equation with a simple pair of headsets or an earbud or anything along those lines. And Fire Nation, more value bombs coming up as soon as we get back from thanking our sponsors. When you're in business growth mode, you need qualified candidates who can help you free up time. And ZipRecruiter can help. Gretchen Huebner is a perfect example of this. She's the co-founder of Codabell, a computer game used in thousands of elementary schools that helps kids learn to code. As the game grew in popularity, Gretchen had less time to dedicate to the design of the game. She needed to hire a skilled game artist so she could focus on growing the business. Gretchen's biggest concern, that it would be a tough position to fill, not only because of the skills that were required, but also because she wanted someone who was passionate about teaching kids. With the help of ZipRecruiter's pre-screener questions, Gretchen was able to narrow her search and find her perfect match, Greg, fast. And Gretchen isn't the only one. In fact, four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. And right now, you too can try ZipRecruiter for free at com slash fire. That's com slash fire. Once again, com slash fire. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. As a small business, making great hires is critical to your success, and when it comes to hiring, background checks are a must-have. Unlike big companies with big HR departments, small businesses may not have the resources to manage background checks or easily access screening tools. But now, there is TransUnion Shareable for Hires, an online employment screening service built specifically to help small businesses quickly screen applicants with reliable data from a trusted source. With traditional screening services, you might wait days or even weeks to get results, but with Shareable for Hires, you'll get immediate access to powerful employment screening tools that enable you to fast-track your hiring process so that you can get back to business. Within minutes, you'll receive reports from TransUnion containing critical information about an applicant's credit history and criminal background. The reports you receive are compliant with state and federal consumer reporting laws. It's free to sign up, no hidden fees, and reports start as low as $35. Start your on-demand screening at federal fire and use code onfire50 at checkout to save 50% on your first screening. TransUnion shareable for hires, helping small businesses make big decisions. So Dan, we're back and Fire Nation are already heads and shoulders better professional podcasters than they were before listening to this episode. In fact, I am. I picked up something. I'm not going to share what it is right now. I'll share it at the end. That's already made me a little bit better as a podcaster and with my mic usage. But how do we know if we're actually doing it right? Break that down for us.
1: One of the things that you just did I want to point out before I answer that question is something that Fire Nation should be aware of. You just built you built suspense. (laughs) You to reveal something in the future. And no joking. This is a really valuable way to keep people listening. So think about how you present the information and think about how you're going to keep people listening to the end. Because the longer they listen, the more content they will consume, the more of your message will be metabolized. So your question, how do I know that I'm doing it right? And I think that this is one of the areas where we saw a huge opportunity, particularly because, as I said, most other podcast companies and tools and platforms are focused on either consumers who just care about building an audience or celebrities who are trying to sell something, their book, their movie, their TV show, whatever. For businesses, there aren't good analytics. There aren't good metrics on how to know if I'm doing it right. And we are starting to build some custom ways to measure that. We're not quite there yet, but I think one of the important things for businesses to think about is years ago in social media, it was just about number of likes or number of follows and just size of your audience. And I think that where we've moved to in terms of valuing social media for a business is about engagement. It's about the community and about people commenting and participating. I think that's the best way today until Oxbus solves this problem with custom analytics that we're developing, of course, <laughs> um, engagement is really important for knowing that you're doing it right. People sharing your podcast on social media, people subscribing and leaving reviews. These are tangible ways that you can tell you're doing it right. And if people aren't commenting, if people aren't sharing, if you don't see people recommending your podcast to others, you might want to... F- Take a take a thought or a moment to think about what could you do to encourage that because I think that is the currency. Until we're able to give you custom analytics, that's the currency that we really should be focusing yeah. on as far as success rates. Of course, there are also call to actions, direct response. You can create a, 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 a customized URL. So for example, I might give you auxbus.com slash JLD just for JLD's listeners which is different from just saying go to auxbus.com. So that's a way that I can measure the traffic that came specifically from this podcast episode. And spoiler alert, you can go to auxbus.com slash JLD (laughs) and get special offers for Fire Nation, but I'm ahead of myself. So I think these are some of the areas that you can look at for measuring what you're doing well. I think community engagement is more important than total listens. I think comments, reviews, and shares are the most important thing today and using that unique URL, such as auxbus.com slash JLD. I
0: love it. And to go back to what Dan said right at the beginning of this was, Fire Nation, you want to keep people interested and curious about what's coming up in the latter part of the content that you're creating. I like to call this open loops. If you open a loop, the human mind, it wants that loop closed. And guess what? If you don't close it right away, it's going to want that human mind is going to want to stick around until that loop is closed. And by the way, before I close that loop, I'm opening another loop because you always want one open loop bringing people down that chain. And engagement is a very important metric, Fire Nation. It's one of the biggest factors that I am always looking at Always judging, always tracking, making sure that that's high on the list. So everything that Dan talked about, I just wanted to kind of really hammer on that one because to me, engagement is so huge. Now, Dan, we have talked about OxBus, but let's go into a little more depth here. Like, bring us back to the origin concept of OxBus, why you created it, and then we're going to talk about maybe a couple of competitors and how it's like some and unlike some.
1: Again, as I said, I was working on a different business, a drum company, And to give a little more color on that, we were looking at could we use machine learning and artificial intelligence to have a better retail experience for musical instruments, starting with drums, different snare drums, different cymbals, and then expanding into guitars. You know, if I have this particular guitar, but I want something that's brighter, how can I do that? Well, today I have to read through marketing copy from different manufacturers and guess, or go to a store and play all the guitars but could there be a better way that we could do that? And I realized that none of my previous experiences had really prepared me for that. I just had passion for it. And that got me frustrated. But at the same time, I had started this podcast called Drum Showroom, which at the time, and I believe still is, the world's only drum gear podcast. And if you listen to Drum Showroom from the beginning, it starts out with me talking into a Bluetooth headset with a cold, and it's terrible. (laughs) And then I discovered that of interviewing guests uh, and drawing interesting insights out of them over time. And I got better, my production skills got better as I was doing it myself. And ultimately, as it got better, I wanted to invest more and more time in it. And it ended up being I would spend a day and a half producing an episode with mixing and editing and finding music and trying to make it better and then the marketing. And I really realized that this could be faster, this could be better. But the tool didn't exist and that's what led me to start what was then called Podcraft and now is called Oxbus with Podcraft and now Oxbus we wanted to create something that would be an end-to-end solution that gives somebody who has never recorded audio before all, all of the information and guidance and consumer-friendly design that they could be assured they'd be successful one of the last products that I worked on one of the last jobs I had before I started the company was working for Harman big billion company that was acquired by Samsung, and we built an internal startup licensing the Under Armour brand. And We were building Bluetooth headphones that were sweat-proof for athletes, and that was really my first exposure to, how do you make products for audio that are consumer-friendly? And you'd be amazed how many people would call customer support saying, I just got these Bluetooth headphones for Christmas. How do I turn them on? And that was the moment when I kind of realized that none of my pro audio background had really prepared me for how simple, intuitive, and just well-designed products need to be for regular people who aren't audio insiders. And that's the insight that I'm bringing into designing Oxbus. It also helps that I have a member of our team, Megan, who is our head of UX and is our head of product management and has an academic background in making sure that we build things that are easy for regular people to use. She's not an audio person. She's a UX user experience designer. So we're really, really focused on making something that is for somebody who has zero audio experience. In fact, one of the things I'm going to be doing over the next couple of weeks before we launch as sort of a marketing stunt is I'm going to be interviewing my grandmother, My grandmother's turning 95 at the end of this month, and she's going to be one of our users. And we're going to find out how easy it really is for a 95-year-old to use Auxbus as a guest on a show. So (laughs) this is really the way that we're, we're trying to build is something that is not for audio insiders and that guides you all the way through. Because when you think about it, for those of us who make podcasts, we've figured out a lot of things along the way, how to connect all the gear, how to talk into the microphone, how to deal with the room, but also... What is a good order of segments, your intro, your main, your outro, where does the music go, where do the ads go, and then what do you do with it once you've finished recording? How do you edit it? How do you engineer it? And then you've got this finished file. How do I upload it? How do I get it to Apple and Google and Spotify? How do I market it and get people to actually notice this thing that I've spent all this time on? And I really saw the opportunity to build kind of like TurboTax for audio. Something where you don't need to be an expert. You don't need to have learned all the laws. You don't need to have done all the research. You're just guided all the way through the process so that you have a successful outcome. And that's really what OxBus is. It's TurboTax for podcasts.
0: Anchor, Squadcast, they've come out and been able to raise a lot of money and they've gotten some headlines. How is OxBus similar and how is OxBus different from companies like that?
1: So Anchor, I think, is a great analog for us for regular everyday consumers who aren't using podcasts for their business, who just want to be able to say, I have a podcast who want to build an audience. I think anchor has done a great job in building a similar end to end vision, but targeted to consumers to amateurs. So it's not focused on businesses and it's not really focused on saving maximum time. And we saw the opportunity to build something anchor like inspired by anchor but specifically built for businesses and helping business people make money. Anchor's focused on let's help you get started. My first podcast, in fact, for a lot of people who ask me about what we've been building before it's been ready to show to people, I've said, go try Anchor. It's really easy. And then when when you're ready to graduate to Oxbus, come try ours out and it'll be free too. So we have a free tier and then we have some paid tiers. But Anchor is a really great, easy way to start podcasting. It's just not that suitable for professionals because it produces amateur results. And we wanted to focus on making it really easy and fast to sound professional. It's, we want you to sound as professional as you know you are. So what we're doing is removing all the things except for you being the subject matter expert and automating and guiding you through all the things that you're not an expert in, like audio engineering and broadcast journalism and content development. So we're really trying to make it all about highlighting your strengths as a business person I'm thinking about some of the other companies like Squadcast, and, and I want to say congratulations to the Squadcast guys. They just launched V2 this week. We're recording, and I think they're doing a great job with one of the features of our platform, which is remote collaboration, the ability to bring in a co-host or guests who are not in the room with you. Squadcast is super focused on that slice of the podcast experience, and what I really saw was for somebody who's not an audio insider – Just being able to provide remote collaboration, that wasn't enough. It needed to be an end-to-end holistic experience that is all in one and it's not this patchwork of I record over here and I produce over here and I book guests over here and I write the script over here. We wanted to create something that was end-to-end so it was really easy for people to create great podcasts without having any audio background. So I think Squadcast does a great job for a certain type of podcaster that needs a specific professional tool just for interviewing remote people as part of an entire workflow. But our vision is to be the entire workflow. We're all you need to have a successful podcast, even if you've never touched a microphone before.
0: Fire Nation story time. We're going to rewind the clock a little bit and PodFest 2019 By the way, great conference. I was honored to be the opening keynote and I also was the closing in a way because I was roasted at the end of the conference and it was quite a funny, hilarious experience for sure. At that conference, I was able to meet Dan for the very first time in person and we kind of stepped off to the side, had a conversation. He told me about his vision, what he was creating, and I was like, man, this is is exactly what the podcasting world needs because I had seen all these other companies because a lot of them reached out to me and that's, it's exactly what Dan was mentioning where they are a slice of the pie. And guess what? Some of them are very important slices of the pie. But what Dan was creating and why I loved his vision is because he was creating the entire pie. And that's why Oxbus, as he likes to refer to it, is the turbotax of podcasting, because it is taking everything that you need and making it professional without you having to be an out-and-out expert/professional. slash So we kept the conversation going. We had a couple of phone calls and Zoom conferences um, over the following couple of weeks after we returned home from the conference. And I was just like, man. This just keeps getting better and better his vision what he was looking to do now and in the near term and then long term future and I said damn how can I get involved and I don't do this often because I have a lot of opportunities in the podcast space but this was something I wanted to be a part of so full disclosure. I am an investor in Oxbus. I have equity in this company. And I was very honored when Dan also asked me to become the chief ambassador. And I am going to represent this company as the ambassador to the best of my abilities because I'm a huge believer in podcasting as a medium and of course in Oxbus to deliver the most professional side of podcasting to serious podcasters possible. So It's really exciting. Dan, I'm going to pass it over to you now, kind of talk from your perspective of that story, and um, then we'll take this home.
1: So first of all, I want to edit the story that you just told. So we're at PodFest, and we're at this event (laughs) in the evening, and I've got to beat off this throng of JLD fans (laughs) to get to talk to him. And I'm waiting and waiting, and finally, I see my moment, and I get 30 seconds with the guy. And somebody's asking to take a picture and shoving phones in his hand. So this is what it's like a moment in the life of JLD at a (laughs) podcast convention. So let's just be clear. Uh, This was hard fought time, (laughs) a little sweat equity. So yeah, I think we had a maybe 90 second conversation and you said, hey, email me. I want to keep this conversation going. And to be completely honest, I thought I was never going to hear from you because I I imagine exactly what you said. Everybody's probably approaching you to invest or be involved or be an ambassador or pay you for your show. And I know that you choose your relationships very carefully and strategically. So I was very, very honored that we were able to continue to have the conversation, that you've joined the company as an equity investor and our chief ambassador. And part of the reason that I saw the opportunity for us to work together was the customer persona that we've been developing OxBus for is the Fire Nation listener somebody who is building his or her own company, somebody who is an executive, somebody who's building a side hustle, all of these kinds of people who need maximum efficiency and probably have little or no experience creating or producing audio. So, the audience, so if I if I draw the Venn diagram of your audience with our customer target, it's Basically, just one circle because I really believe that Fire Nation is the ideal cohort of ambassadors and early users of Oxbus. And for that reason, we're giving Fire Nation early access to Oxbus. We launch at Podcast Movement August 14th. The week prior, on August 6th, Fire Nation, you go to oxbus.com slash JLD and you can try Oxbus for free a week before everybody else. How good is that?
0: Pretty sweet. That was Fire Nation, by the way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's been a total thrill, honor, pleasure to start. You know this is really one of the first chapters of the company with you, John, and to have your guidance and your perspective. And we had John join one of our our uh, investor calls recently, and he blew everybody away with his passion, his knowledge, his insight of the industry, the opportunities, his perspective on where we've come from. And I think that's one of the key things that I was looking for in a business partner with John. I think you have a unique perspective on how to build a successful business using podcasting. And that's exactly what our customers are looking to do. So it's just a match made in Orlando. I guess we (laughs) could say.
0: Well, I am super excited for the road ahead because Fire Nation, I know Oxbus is what many of you need to take your business, to take your brand and to amplify it and just make it the next level. And I am super excited that I'm going to continue to be able to have a part and a hand in supporting and guiding Oxbus as it navigates, you know, the very exciting waters that lay ahead. And it's going to be an absolute blast. And I really hope you jump on board, Fire Nation. Check it out. There's a free tier. You can learn so much more over at auxbus.com slash JLD. That's A-U-X-B-U-S dot com slash J-L-D. Now, to close the loop that I'd opened earlier, I know there's some of you that uh, were going to hold me to that. The big thing that I really took away from all the greats tips, tactics, and tools that Dan was sharing about mic use was talking just a little bit to the side, just a little bit to the right or the left of it, because I realized that sometimes I'm just full on directly facing it and causing that puff of air to go right into the microphone, which of course can cause that overload. So that's closing the loop. Now, Dan, you shared a lot today today. Give us the one big takeaway you want to make sure Fire Nation really gets from everything that we talked about. Then give us that final call to action that we've shared a couple times, and then we'll say goodbye.
1: Excellent. Well, I want to say thank you, John, for having me on the show. Thank you for being involved in the business. Thank you to Fire Nation for giving me the opportunity to talk about what we're doing. And I think that we're building something that's going to be really exciting for Fire Nation. So thank you, Fire Nation, for being our ideal uh, users, we hope we've built something that you're going to love and we want to give you the opportunity to try it out before everybody else for free. We're building OxBus for people like you and we only get better if you tell us what we're not good at. Of course, we love congratulations and praise and all of that good stuff, but we get better when you tell us what we're not good at. So as you try out OxBus, send me an email, dan at oxbus.com. That's my personal email. Tell me what you hate. Tell me what you want us to change. Tell tell me what you want us to fix. And tell me what you want us to build next. We Next, we have a super long product roadmap. But we also want to be aware of what our users want us to build next because it's only valuable if we build something that solves problems for people. So we have a really ambitious roadmap, but we are open and interested in what you think we should build next. I think that we've got a really compelling platform and value proposition at launch. We're going to save you maximum time and make you sound professional without you having to have any audio experience so much so that I'm going to test it out with my 95 year old grandmother and uh, <laughs> it's free at launch. So we'll have a free tier and a couple of paid tiers with some additional features. We're going to continue to build some more marketing tools. We're going to continue to build some other things. You know, I'll give, I'll give a sneak preview of one thing that we are going to build Ooh. a lot of interview style shows as we've interviewed people they've said one of the biggest pieces of pain is finding guests consistently. If they're not at JLD's level, you've always got to be finding the next guest and chasing them down and scheduling them. So one of the things that we're building in the background in sort of Oxbus Labs, the the scientists in the white lab coats, (laughs) is could we build a social networking feature where all of the users get access to the other users to interview each other and expose each other's audiences to each other? So sort of a matchmaking between guests and hosts, hosts and potential co-hosts to build shows and things like that. So look forward to some powerful social networking features for podcasters in oxbus in the future. The final call to action is go to oxbus.com slash JLD, that's A-U-X-B-U-S slash JLD as in John Lee Dumas, and get early access to oxbus for free starting August 6th. We are super excited for you to tell us what we've if what we've built is great for you if it's not also tell us you can email me personally at dan at thank you john thank you fire nation and we are looking forward to having a successful launch with your help
0: fire nation you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with DR and JLD today. So keep up the heat. And if you head over to eofire.com and type Dan in the search bar, the show notes page will pop up with links to everything that we've been talking about today. Best show notes in the biz. And of course, your call to action, Fire Nation oxbus.com slash JLD. Join us. Join us over here. Join the revolution of Oxbus because we are creating this for you, Fire Nation, and it's going to be best in show. Dan, thank you, brother, for sharing your truth, your value, your knowledge with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side.
1: Thank you, John. I appreciate you and Fire Nation. We appreciate you Thank you.
0: Hey Fire Nation, today's value bomb content was brought to you by Dan and Have you ever considered creating and running your very own mastermind? Well, if you have, good news. I've created a free course to help you do just that. It includes a 2-hour training with Tony Robbins that's epic. Visit mastermindonfire.com. Check it out today. It's free and I'll catch you there. Or on the flip side. When it comes to hiring, background checks are a must and TransUnion Shareable for Hires enables immediate access to employment screening tools that deliver reports in minutes. Start your on-demand screening at shareable.com slash fire and use code ONFIRE50 at checkout to save 50% on your first screening. When it comes to hiring, you can save time and get more qualified candidates fast with ZipRecruiter. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.